Welcome back. Welcome in to the Lion's Share Podcast, episode 34. It's week 15. Wow. A survive in advanced week. Roller coaster day of emotions for us Lions fans. Jets get grounded in New York. Insane, insane week 15 that was uh, and still in progress with the commanders playing the Giants as we speak. Walk-off wins galore. World Cup was insane to start the day. We'll dissect all of that, talk about all the matchups in NFL Week 15 that spanned three days so far, including another one tomorrow. Uh, We'll update the playoff picture that's changing by the minute, literally, and uh, we'll end with the equally wild World Cup. Survive in advance week for the Lions, 20-17 to over the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. It wasn't pretty, but a win is a win. Never apologize for a win. Shout out, Andrew, for that, that quote. Joined, as always, by Andrew, of course, as I just said, a.k.a. Papa Burgundy, a.k.a. BP, and Uncle Mitch, newly Uncle Mitch, and, of course, Tommy as well. Lions undefeated at Mitch, uh, at Mitch, at MetLife Stadium, undefeated since Mitch joined the podcast, six and seven to climb all the way back to, or six of seven, I'm sorry, to climb all the way back to 500. They're now seven and seven, nearing our window of wins, Andrew. And if you want to be crowned the brand new Lions, you have to win some games that the same old Lions would lose. And I think that's a good um, encompassing quote for how today was. It felt good in a weird kind of way to see a win. It wasn't easy. Mitch, I know you have some thoughts on this. We talked about this on the phone, but let's give it all on the line to the shareholders. Yeah, I mean, like we were talking about, I uh, not pretty, but one, uh, you know, I think it's good for them. An ugly win. I think they kind of needed that. Uh, Vikings was a good win. Jags was a really good win, obviously. This is one they kind of had to uh, grit out. That's what Campbell's all about. They pulled it out, kind of a wake-up call, but feels good. Still feels good. W's a W at this point. Andrew? I, I'm with it. Uh, W's a W. Definitely not the cleanest game in the penalty department. Uh, nor um, in the offensive department, nor the defensive department. But where do we keep excelling at? It's special teams and turnovers, and it absolutely saved our life this week. So uh, I'm very happy to see that. Yeah, it was like a flashback to the game against the Vikings when Justin Jefferson just went ham against them. And we talked about it last week on Sunday's episode. How often do we see a wide receiver go off by that much and have the Lions win that's 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 rare and this week too you know you look at the stat sheet and it's it's not a pretty one it there's a lot of categories that the Lions were um, outplayed in by the Jets and we're still sitting here talking to you about a Lions victory so it does feel and increasingly so every week it does feel like this is maybe the brand new Lions and I, the Pat McAfee show, I think is the one who coined that term, but I heard it I, even on the Lions um, post game with Danny Rogers and uh, Lomas. So it's going around. It's sweeping the nation. Uh, yeah, you had Keegan Michael Key holding a sign at the game as well. Hashtag brand new Lions. I, for one, hope we can switch the narrative and go with Mitch's saying of new look Lions. Um, I'm much more on board with that one well we talked about the shirts right mitch have we got any progress on the shirts 
Uh, I've got my best guys on it, but quality takes time. That's the same thing you. That's the same thing you said. That's you sounded like a broken record right now. <laughs> quality takes time. I don't know what you're looking for. Good, a good uh, product takes takes I, a lot of time and putting I, in the work. Just ask the lines. The, ho- the holidays they're approaching soon. You know, I I was hoping for some some Christmas gifts with the uh, with those items, but alas, we'll have to forego that for now. Um, Andrew, I heard you were at a family Christmas today, so sound like you were shouting out some some recruits, getting some more people on these airwaves. Uh, hopefully, uh, the shareholders that uh, we were doing some recruiting are going to do the pyramid scheme. I know I didn't get to the full details of it, but uh, yeah, pyramid scheme it. We're going to need you to each recruit three members apiece, so if you don't, that's $250 to my pocket. So if anybody's listening, it's going to make up for... Uh, kind of getting shafted in the games yeah pyramid schemes always work so i don't see this failing any way shape or form and they're those like year year end parties that those those uh, mlms or pyramid schemes hold are, are always off the chain so i'm hoping for like uh, wiz khalifa or maybe eminem to play at ours yeah maybe something like what jared goff has given out to his linemen like ATVs. ATVs. Yeah, okay. that was awesome. I know you guys talked about it a little bit on Wednesday because you have you guys listened to the Pardon My Take episode with Taylor Decker. I love that he shamelessly plugged his way onto <laughs> Pardon My Take and then just gave like a great up. Ep- shamelessly plugged his way on. Shamelessly plugged his own um, health concerns and then just like just a super cool dude and one of the guys that's like been here, like the most tenured guy really mm-hmm. on the offense at this point. So. Cool to hear yeah. from him. A little there aren't many. There aren't many veterans. We talked about it before. This is a young, young team. Nobody over thirty. I think it's still the. There may be somebody over thirty at this point. I know, Vitai is twenty nine. I think he was the oldest coming into the season, which is just remarkable to think about. So, so you're right. Um, so yeah. So shout out to the shareholders, new and old. If we've got some new ones on the airwaves, welcome aboard, and uh, we're glad you're here. Highest week ever last week in terms of listens and highest month ever. So uh, just claps all around. Thank you to all those people out there. And thank you to Mitch for bumping up this 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 podcast as the three-man crew grows. I mean, I just, I've said it every time. Just happy to be along for the ride. I'm just trying to follow so, your guys' lead. So humble. So humble. And we can't, of course, it's a four-man crew if you count Tommy. Um, so let's talk about um, the day as a whole. Uh, and go through the stats on the What'd Jets versus Lions. Uh, oatmeal. Yeah, you can't eat breakfast on a day with a, a Christmas gathering. You save those calories till later on. Some spread. Oh, did you wear what? Did you wear sweatpants today? Uh, nope. I uh, I wore my uh my broken in belt. So you know that one that's the leather's kind of creased up in one spot. So uh, I, I had it. It was it was set to go. I was ready to move it to a new notch today. I was just gonna say I'm not sure what broken in belt means. Does that mean you add your own notch? Uh, no, oh. not so much notch, but you've just worn it the same hole for about six years, and it's really it knows its home. Uh, okay, <laughs> I knew exactly what he meant by broken in belt. Like you don't have to have look at all. Like you just like you're up here, and you just it just finds its way in. Oh, yeah. gotcha. That's it. All right, all right. Yeah, it's it's ingrained. It yeah. It, uh, we should have a separate episode. We could have it a separate episode just about belts and the fact that just about they, Andrew's pants and another reason they don't have a shelf life. Oh, yeah. They don't have a shelf life longer than two years. That's a maximum. Uh, and you can't so, find them in the uh, shopping departments. <laughs> belts, belts. That's an inside joke, folks. 
Uh, don't go to Target for belts. Rule number one. Uh, rule number two is missed opportunities all day for the Lions. Seems like they were outcoached at times. Uh, Jets were definitely ready for everything Lions this week. There was a chess match. It was kind of interesting to watch between the the, the two the two coaching staffs, Dan's staff versus Salah's staff. Uh, it was it was a good it was good in that regards, uh, but ugly from both teams at, at at points throughout the day. Ben Johnson, I called this uh, his prove it game in the Wednesday walkthrough. I uh, said this is a big one for him. A lot of talk about him masterminding things up. Uh, I think he kind of fell flat today until the Brock Wright touchdown um, that he so famously drew up. Um, but before that, it was I felt like he kind of fell flat and uh, uh, kind of had a regression, and the Lions as a whole had a regression. Uh, Romeo Okwara helped. Uh, he was he was big today. Uh, good to have him back on that front. And uh, nice to see that they third and play. down. They play. Yeah. Yeah, and would love to see both of them out there, right? Yes, would love to have Julian out there as well. It seems like we've we've bounced between the Okwara brothers, um, in on and off the injury report, like like this whole season. Um, another area that we we all can agree on: uh, third third and fourth down and longs for the defense that needs to be addressed soon, early and often. It this wasn't the first time that's reared its reared its head all season um but today just especially on that last drive third and 19 fourth and 19 third and 18 to get uh to get them in the field goal range it, two, this, two the secondary very legitimate chances to end that game and to not have it come down to a field goal third and 18 and 19 is crazy to give them a chance to even kick the ball uh, would you like to call out somebody specifically on that play, Mitchell? Seems like you have someone in mind. I mean, I, it's your boy Anzalone chasing down Zach Wilson. His, his sweep for the leg comes up just oh. short. Oh, it was devastating. I thought he was going to be our savior again. You're muted. Or I can't hear you. That's on me. I'm sorry. I'm getting used to nope. the new fancy headset. Uh, he does continue to play well. Like even today, I still thought he played well. He's clearly the leader on the defense, but he has never looked good chasing somebody. <laughs> that that Gator speed no. is not for him. No, what's crazy is that he does have good side to side speed. It's just, it's like he can't find that last gear when he needs it the most. No, yes. that's that's exactly that is spot on for Mister long-haired Anzalone the, the the long hair flowing on that play I was so hopeful that he would he would get a swipe there uh just short on Zach Wilson but did you guys see the, the gator chomp with chomp him and Houston cool. Houston that's Woof. that's yeah yeah let's talk about that's him two animal. sacks on the day uh sack in every game thus far in his career um he's got five sacks over four games just <laughs> Uh, it's just an animal out there. Uh, defensive line played well all day. I felt like that was the strong suit for sure on the defense uh, against a bad Jets offense with Zach Wilson at the helm. Um, uh, one shining silver lining was that line between Hutch, Houston, uh, Okwara, uh, Bugs, like all uh, all of them. Um, and let and let's talk about those numbers. Um, let's start with the defense for one for once. Deshaun Elliott, Okuda, and Kirby all added six tackles. Hutchinson added five tackles in one TFL. Anzalone, one TFL. Almost had two there. 
Okwara with two sacks, Houston with one sack. I, I think I just said he had two. I meant I meant one. Houston had one sack, and Kaminsky had one sack. Um, so there you go. I, I Kaminsky, another name I forgot there in the defensive line shout out. Um, on offense, Jared Goff. Uh, I mean, what what can you say about him today? Just an average day for him. Um, twenty three of thirty eight, two fifty two, one touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, lucky to have the one in, uh, one touchdown on the day. Uh, but clean in the department of interceptions. That's always good. Had a QB rating of 88.9. Zach Wilson actually had a higher QB rating than than um, Goff, which is... How's that work? The QB ra- I don't Nobody know. Nobody knows. Uh, the touchdown? Nobody knows. Yeah, I, it doesn't make any it, sense. He, you think Zach Wilson had two touchdowns and an interception. Yeah, you think the passer rating is like the fact that you say nobody knows is a joke, but like I don't <clears throat> think anybody knows. Well, it's QBR no, it's is bizarre. the one that's legitimately made up, right? Yes. Isn't that ESPN made that up, if I'm not mistaken? But it's more accurate, I think. I like I would I would venture to say I don't have it in front of me, but I'd venture to say Goff's QBR would be higher than Zach Wilson's. Well that okay, sorry. I, is that what we're talking about? I thought you said QBR, but okay. No, no, it's just QB rating. Um Zach Wilson had a one point higher. His was eighty nine, uh, and Goff's was eighty eight point nine. So okay. Um, okay. it was close, but uh, it, that was bizarre to me because Zach had the interception and uh, I don't know. Um, he also just looked and, like shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I test looked like shit. I test and Goff looked a step above shit. If if Goff doesn't underthrow JMO, which I know you will break this down in the play by play, I'm sure, which is what everyone's been afraid of. If Goff doesn't underthrow JMO right there, we're having a completely different conversation. I think. I yeah, I'll give. I you mean, that. the whole game's Although, different. I just in that scenario, yeah. but like. I was, I think I was not surprised by him underthrowing him, but very excited by how fast he is. Yes. Uh, yeah, 100%, but Goff could have kind of like saved himself a bit on the underthrow if if the ball didn't look like a dead duck flying through the air also underthrowing him. Yeah, I just think that's where like <clears throat> he does throw a super pretty deep ball because I think Goff's specialty is like he lets his receiver go get it. He can't. He doesn't know how to take that arc off the ball and just like zip the deep ball. He doesn't. Which have, I think he yeah. could have done there. A hundred percent. He doesn't yeah. have like the Josh Allen, uh, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, ang- it's like throw. short angle throw. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know who else had ugly throws? Zach Wilson. I mean, if we want to judge some throws, his, he was playing five hundred out there. It seemed like that <laughs> interception was hilarious. <laughs> Oh, it was so bad. And 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 a point of emphasis for Andrew, both of us in our halftime capsules, we we knew that in order to win this game, the Lions had to get a turnover, which they would which they would get. Um, um, Jerry Jacobs at him as well. He had the one INT. Um, switching back to offense real quick. DeAndre Swift eight carries, fifty two yards. Team with one hundred and seven yards rushing total. Not a ton to write home about from the line uh, or from the from the running game. Um, between the offensive line and the running backs today, just not a not a great day, but it did enough to to get it done. Amara St. Brown continues to have six plus catches every single game. Seven catches, seventy six yards, Mister Reliable. Khalif Raymond five catches for fifty three. Heard the name floated around on social media waves. Uh, they're calling him St. Brown Light, which I think is a good. I love it. A good, a good crown for him. Revenge uh, he, game. Did you guys know that? Yes, uh, yes, the former Jack. I didn't know it until I heard it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> until I heard it on TV. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I feel like they. If, love I, it. if that came up in trivia, I wouldn't get it. 
they, they just love to fight like Chark was the same way it's just like you used to be on this roster let's go fuck him up mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. mad about it yeah I was upset I was uh Chark had those two back-to-back games with with putting up numbies and this week just a no-show from him um Brock Wright added the one catch for 51 yards uh crucial catch you could call it and outside of that not much from the receivers uh not a not a big day from the receivers. What was Chark's stat line? Because I thought he had one big uh, catch down non-existent. The uh, he did. He uh, keep, keep talking amongst yourself. I'll look it up. Yeah, I, I feel Anytime like uh, we needed one big play, and he had. Yeah. yeah, he had one to extend a drive. One for eighteen yards. Okay, there it was. <laughs> I mean, like one good chunk yardage play. The the, the team as a whole had twenty three catches. So it, uh, between. Between um, like nine guys, it's just a bad showing in total. I, I, I mean, again, I'm skipping forward to the play by play. The punt return was the touchdown they should have had on the first drive. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that was that was tough. He got stood up on that touch yeah. fourth and goal. That was tough to watch. Yeah, let's 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 table that for one second. I'll just finish off the stats here. Lions 359 yards on offense to the Jets 337. Held the Jets to 50 yards rushing. That's uh, that's a that's a good uh, hang your hat on moment for the defense. We're in a game where they couldn't uh, couldn't do a lot of great things, but held them to 50 yards rushing. So that's a good stat line. Lions were 0 for three in the red zone. Uh, just a, a dog day for that in the red zone. Um, they lost on third downs, five of 15 to the Jets, seven of 14 on third down. Uh, but here's the positives: Lions won the time of possession. They won special teams. We said that was um, we felt like we're confident every week with our special teams to win um, that that phase of the game. We were right there, and uh, they won the turnover battle one to nothing with the big turnover in the third. Um, just a, an arid throw by Wilson, um, but he's he's liable for at least one of those per game. <laughs> that ball's just up in the air for so long, <laughs> so long. Did you see him looking at the tablet, looking at the play after? Like what is there? And Lafleur was looking at the tablet, and I think it came kinda, up later. They, yeah. they, and I think that was true. They kind of said like, "I wonder if that pick is in Lafleur's mind." I think one hundred percent was like, "I am he, limited he, with." He put him on a leash. In whose yeah. mind? He he, Lafleur. The his brother Mike. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Oh, woof. wow. Matt's Matt's brother Mike is the OC. Oh, oh wow! How yeah. oh, nice little connection there. Little oh uh, mm-hmm. yeah, breaking news. Football greatness comes from Mount Pleasant, Michigan. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. So do Central Girls. <laughs> sure. oh, wow. That Throwback. was so fast. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a million of them. Um so let's talk about that fourth and goal then. Um so that was right off the bat. Lions had a they're probably one of their best drives of probably their best drive of the day, uh, minus the the, the Brock Wright touchdown. Um so good long drive. I think it took seven minutes off the clock, time of possession, POE right there. Um, and then they get to a third and short on um, the goal line and, and can't punch it in. So it's fourth and goal with points at a premium. I um, I tend to like it when Dan goes for fourths um, in shorts, um, but I, I was in the camp of not liking it. And I know that is easy to say in hindsight, but I said it in the Wednesday episode, points were going to be at a premium in my mind. So I felt like uh, got to take points there. I know it's tempting, though. It's fourth and w- inches. And you're in a road stadium. You want to take momentum early, but uh, what was your guys' thoughts on it in in real time? Mitch, you want to jump on this one first? No, I like I like you're easy to follow. Oh. 
<laughs> I uh, I texted Ben. I I love the fact that you were they were going for it. Uh, fourth and one on the road after like a seven and a half minute drive. If they score that touchdown, it's absolutely demoralizing to begin the game. So I I like the fact that they went for it. They <laughs> what what I really hated um, is uh, the fact that they ran a handoff, a very boring handoff with nothing else really going on in the middle of it. Uh, only for, I believe it was Jamal to just stop his feet immediately. And when you see it on the replay, you see that, um, I, I don't know if it was bright or the other, or right. Or the other tight end coming around, Mr. Block, which caused the second puller to have to pick that up. And it just kind of jammed everything up. But I, I really hated that play call to be your fourth and one. Um, but on the backside of it, they almost, they almost got a safety coming out of it, you know? So yeah. you got them at the one it's different if it's the five and out. Yeah. I agree with everything Andrew said. I love the call to go for it. Um, hated the play call though, with so many weapons at your disposal and Ben Johnson, like you said, kind of a prove it game fourth and inches from the goal, kind of a set the tone play. You got to find a way to get six there. Um, I think that was huge. And again, go for it. No brainer. You're, you're in a position to get a safety. If you, even if you don't somehow get it. So like the decision, don't like the play call. Yeah. And if that was anything foreshadowing wise, we, um, it was, it was what of what, uh, it was what we were going to see the rest of the day, which was just a lackluster run game all day. We set it 107 yards rushing, um, and just pad it's just poor, just poor blocking and poor and poor rushing all day from the Lions. Uh, and uh, we'll get to your boy DeAndre Swift uh, in a minute, Mitch, uh, about his his efforts today. Leading rusher, but um, not not a, not a great day. For Most him by once default, again. just by default, yeah. It's uh, it's it's usually it's usually pretty close between him and him and um, Jamal, but. Yeah, yeah. So the Lions um, come up empty there, but uh, the defense comes out strong. Um, nearly gets a safety, as Andrew alluded to, and uh, forces a punt deep in their own end zone. We own special teams. We just, we just do. It's a thing of beauty. That that um, Khalif Raymond's return was just picturesque. Like beautiful blocks, beautiful. Beautiful right from the get-go as soon as he catches it. Um, you felt like it was going to be, at the very least, a 20-yard return to get yourself almost into uh, field goal range right off the bat. And then he he breaks it loose and uh, does a little hurdle. And I like that he, uh, as he's going over the goal line, he puts both hands around that ball. He was not dropping that for the world. You know he was feeling um, the the chip on the shoulder from, from the uh, revenge game that Mitch alluded to. So... Wanted to get points in a in a game that needed him, and wanted to get points in his old stadium, which was cool. Cool for him. Um, Did you guys seven, see he got nothing. a game ball? Sorry, I, I, this is important yeah, to know. No. I think so. He yeah. gets the game ball, and in his post game speech, everything Dan Campbell loves. He gets the game ball, and he's like, "I didn't do that. We did that. Like this is nice. us." And then he like kind of ends it with "We some dogs," and I was like, oh, "Yes, <laughs> dude, he gets it. He gets it." Yes, I like. I like the nickname too. That well, it's not much of a nickname, but uh, just the second half of his name since he's um, made the emphasis to call him Khalif Raymond instead of Khalif. Um, everybody just calls him Leaf now. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I love that. Dan, Dan said that in, uh, in his press conferences through the week several times. It is a 
just a beautiful nickname to the point of where when when Dan calls him Leaf, the other guys call him Leaf, and then you hear it in the broadcast that really emphasis emphasizing that Khalif. Uh, but mm-hmm. when you hear that in the broadcast, it's like who who are we? I, wait, wait. It, so it it throws me off when I hear from Dan, but I love the nickname. Yeah. Ever. Every time I write him down in my notes, I do K H A, which is not how you say his name or spell his name, but K H A dash Leaf. So I never will miss that, mess that up. Because um, if if I ever do, I'll make like a Khalif and leave. That one didn't stick. That one didn't stick. Anyway, Tommy, cut that. Move on. <laughs> Make like Andrew, a tree and Khalif. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. You know, you took the okay. you took the uh, Back to the Future approach to it, but. I love the enthusiasm for the tribe. Mitchell, can I see your shirt, please? I don't know if I want to be here anymore. <laughs> a little hutch action Ooh, going hey on. Yo. A little hutch action. Is this you is like that, that new? Yeah. You like that? I've been wearing I've been wearing this. This was a this was a gift from uh Tyler Lemke. Quick shout out, a birthday gift before the season Big lambs. started. Yep. Um and I've been wearing the same outfit, the same um top half outfit for the last since I went to the Bears game, every oh. every game since the Bears game has been this shirt with that Lions like classic gray crew neck over top. So not going nice. to switch it anytime soon. Well, it's funny you bring that up. I was wearing I've got a the Detroit Lions salute to service hoodie um, that I wore today this morning, and uh, this is what I've been wearing the last couple weeks, along along with the Dairy Queen hat. Um, so I did this switch with like four minutes right before the Lions last drive to, 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 to take the lead. Um, I put, I, I felt like I needed, I'm superstitious. I tried not to get over out of the hand with it, but, um, I did this switch. And, um, so I just want that to be noted that I may have played a hand in, in today's victory. So What's the next let's, topic? let's talk. Yes, exactly. Move on. Let's, um, let's c- c- leave that in the past. Um, seven, nothing Detroit at that point. <laughs> uh, and then defensively, uh, Elliot gets the penalty. Uh, and this is when the penalties started to amount. Uh, that that's another note I was going to mention is that the Lions lost the penalty battle as well. Um, but the Lions bend don't break, stop the, the drive around midfield. James Houston with the sack. This is his sack of the day right here. Uh, and a big one. Um, no chance for them to go forward on fourth. No chance for a long field goal. And uh, offense, other side of the ball, meh. Holding on Sewell to end the drive. Uh, just that's when the uh, holding penalties started to run amok. And uh, not a lot to note from that drive. Uh, that brings us to the end of the first quarter. A quick first quarter. Not a lot in that minus the Khalif Raymond touchdown. End of the quarter, Lions win it uh, or have the score 7-0. Other side of the ball, this is when Zach Wilson started to become Zach attack and the defense started to make him look like he knew what he was doing. Uh, they get an easy touchdown and uh, not not um, not the game up at 7-all. Uh, and uh, just, just that's I, – I, I can't remember – if correctly, but I think that was a drive that had another third and long that the Lions couldn't get off the field and uh, just chunk plays, you, able to to survive on chunk plays all day offensively. The Jets. You can almost guarantee on a scoring drive from another team if it wasn't a two to three play scoring drive, then there was a third down involved in there because uh, this team it's usually leading my notes, uh, 
get off the field on third down, and, you know, a couple get off the field on fourth down sprinkled in there. But uh, yeah, CJ Uzama just kind of left uh, a, a glaring issue with the Lions defense, and it's been there all season. It's it's the secondary, and you know they they tightened up during the stretch, but they did not have a good day today. CJ Uzama is a very big body, and he's not that fast, and he should never be that wide open down the field. That was just not good defense. Yeah, his first touchdown ever, I think, or first touchdown of his career, right? Or was that what they said? That can't be true. He was with the Bengals, right? Yeah, it's no, with, uh... I think he did score with the Bengals, but he maybe not. He he didn't do well with the Bengals. Uh, was I thought the note they made? You know who I don't think had a very good game today, and this might not be popular on this podcast. Sean Elliott was not impressed did... with the with the Sean Elliott today. Started off hot, yeah. He had some nice run, that run stop right off the bat the first drive. Um, he was when they were uh, backed up in their own end zone. The Jets that was that was like his play of the game was the first play uh, from scrimmage, and then from there, yeah, he he tailed off. He led the team in tackles, but and I think uh, that's aside it. from that, I, I think he's a good run stopper, but ha- had some big struggles today in pass coverage. Yeah, that's 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 the that's the what rears its ugly head every week seems like and uh, a couple guys in that secondary emerging but uh he's certainly not um an all-around player uh and um but doing what he can filling in for um tracy walker and and, and others and in, in, in the in the defense it was a left he I'm, might I'm, come back did you guys see that yeah yeah i did see that tracy walker so he's ahead of schedule yeah, yeah that's a that's a tough injury to come back from, though. The Achilles? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, speaking of Achilles injuries and guys that didn't have a great day, it was a big step back for Jeff Okuda today, and he did not look mm. good. There was, I mean, the one long, I mean, several long deep balls where he's just a two to three steps behind the receiver, and it doesn't even make a play on the ball. It, it was just he had a bad day today. Um, so big step back. Kirby too. Yeah, Kirby had. He looked like Kirby was better though. I don't know. I thought Al Huffey looked like old Cuda. Wow. Yeah. No, it's that's that's what I alluded to in my halftime capsule. It just felt like they they turned back the clock. You two are sick. Yeah. There was the one, uh, and, and it got called back. I think so. It didn't really matter. It was incomplete, but. Uh, Okuda just came in like a missile on Barrios, and he completely whiffed. And I was like, if that's a complete play, Barrios has the first down because Okuda just completely whiffed on him. I bet you if he was wearing the same colors, though, Okuda would have just, I mean, direct contact. Yeah. Concussion, for sure. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah, friendly fire all day long. Uh, yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that these, these Lions leave – the play that was brought today in the past. Uh, I think you can, you can chalk this up as a, as a kind of maybe a hangover game after the big win against the Vikings and uh, um, a home stretch there that they had. So this is a, a road test against a tough Jets team. Um, but excuses aside, uh, let's leave the play that was produced today from a lot of guys. Let's leave that in New York, in New Jersey, and let's bring back the um, play that we've seen the other six games from from these guys. And it was Ozuma's. How do I, how do I say, you CJ Uzama. say it for me? I think it's you. Uzam. 
Ozama. Ozama. So. Ozama. No. Uh, anyway, it was his first touchdown of the year, not of his career. I was wrong there. Okay, good. Moving right along. <laughs> so, this was the Jared Goff underthrow drive to JMO. Uh, burner, burner of a wide receiver, tried to get his second touchdown. Uh, was there, but a missed throw by Jared. And that brought us to fourth and three, but it was fourth down St. Brown once again. Beautiful design. Picks up the first down. Jamal gets a touchdown, but it's brought back on an Evan Brown holding call, um, which he had back-to-back holding calls on this drive. Um, Swift had a decent run after that and uh, another holding on Evan. And uh, I thought there was a late hit on on Swift there in my book. Um, but the, the ref that was there was a little bit more concerned about the holding call and spotting the ball than he was watching. He didn't even see it happen. Um, so I thought that was a missed miss call there from the refs, uh, but kind of brushed it off. But all in all, that drive really, really fell apart. Missed opportunities between the – we had, you know, three of them essentially there. Underthrow to J-Mo, uh, holding, wipes off the Jamal touchdown, and holding wipes off a decent swift run. That would have got him closer to the end zone. And it's the things that Dan Campbell preaches, right? Detail and discipline. He says that every single day – and those are detailed, disciplined things that you just have to be better about. Evan Brown, that second one was just such a bad, such a bad hold by him. Uh, the un- Sauce Gardner of all people, exactly the underthrow by Golf. And speaking of Sauce, I didn't hear much from him today. I didn't hear his name much, but the underthrow from Golf was, like I said, looked like a dead duck flying through the air. That was just an ugly ball. Those are those are just detailed, disciplined things that they have to be better with. Yeah. yeah. Usually, well, not always, but usually sometimes when you don't hear your name as a quarterback, that means you had a good day. True. Right? Right? If you're not getting targeted, that means you're locking down. Very true. So the Lions kick a field goal there. Badgley knocks it through 10 to 7. Um, uh, Wilson on the other side of the ball got a, a stupid grounding penalty. Uh, that was hilarious to watch uh, right before the two minute warning or right at the two minute warning. Out of the two-minute warning, sack for Okora puts them out of field goal range. Ben, don't break defense. I will say at the at the old holiday Christmas party here today, oh boy. a whole bunch of them. The second he threw that ball, were were screaming for the intentional grounding penalty. And I I was I I it kind of took me a second to realize it. I I you know I watched it and thought, who is he throwing that ball to? And, but much more quickly than me. I did didn't, not didn't understand Salah's argument at all. He was freaking out, and it's like, dude, it's just a clear intentional grounding. <laughs> I mean, he made no intention. All he's got to do is get it to the line of scrimmage. I also, this is a different kind of gripe. What's with Salah's hat? Uh, yeah, the, yeah, okay. Get a fucking hat. Get a hat that fits. Looked like the Brownie the Elf mascot. It was but bad. It looked like, you know, like what you'd wear around your neck. Like, a, you know what I mean? The, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the gator, a neck gator. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what he was doing there. Um, that was weird. I guess he. Uh, they were sold out of beans or something. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. I thought that was weird too. He didn't. I didn't. It, he looked like he was like a movie character. So he looked like he was playing Robert Sala. And he didn't know what the <laughs> fuck to do with it. Like sometimes it was. Sometimes yeah. it was like all the way on. Sometimes he completely took it off. Other times it was only like very much at like the top of his head. Yes, like, dude. It was like he was wearing a an, 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 uh, like a sock on his head or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Weird. Weird or dumb. <laughs> Yeah, 
I don't know. I, I that was a moment in time of I had the same thought too because it was I don't know why it's so egregious on that that grounding penalty when he was reacting to it. That's when I first noticed it too. It was just bizarre. I, I, so much to talk about today. I just didn't have that on the list, but uh, a good point brought up by you there. Thank you. Um, I think everybody in the the world can agree that was intentional grounding and no reason to be upset. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. That's what Fort Wayne brings to the table, folks. Um, so, like I said, they, they get sacked out of field goal range there. So you feel like the Lions have a chance to get points before the half. What do they do? Um, Goff is just bad. He, he throws a couple in the dirt. Um, I'll be at a um, couple of those throws he threw in the dirt today were strategy-wise just because nothing was there. Uh, but this drive uh, felt like he was not on point whatsoever. Offense just abysmal. Leads to a punt. And uh, what do the Jets do? They get one play and they're in the field goal range. So um, not what you want from the defense. Momentum is really sliding at this point. Lions um, 10 to see, ten to 7 lead is slipping away. Feels like the Jets are about to get a touchdown. Okuda gets away with one, I, I thought, on a play that could have very well been a pass interference, put the ball at the one-yard line play. Lions luck out there on that side of things. Thought the refs played uh, were all over the place today. They had some good calls and, and some really bad calls, and it, it kind of went both ways. Um not not really uh, pretty much neutral but that one there i was really just one of those plays where you're just waiting for the flag to come and uh lions force a field goal out of it but lucky to not have that be a touchdown personally i thought that one was clean he didn't he didn't tug or anything you see it a lot where guys get him around the hips but if there's no tug back where it impedes the receiver it seems like they let that one play on a little bit more yeah you can talk to Deshaun about the tugs, but um, Jesus, I just yeah. thought that was <laughs> – I just thought I, – I, I was good with that being a play on, but but I felt like the way they were calling things in, in New York, in New Jersey, I thought they were going to throw the flag there. I was very, very much surprised. Um, but Lions survived there. Survive was the um, mantra of the day. Leads to a 10-10 score at halftime. Um, with the Jets getting the ball out of the second half. Let's roll the halftime capsules. Mitch didn't produce one this week. This should be a two or three score lead for the Lions. Instead, we're talking about a 10-10 ball game right now. Ugh, pathetic end to the half. But it is what it is. I'll take 10-10, all things considered. The Jets could have had a touchdown there late, and the Jets get the ball out of the half. Goff's got to be better. He's missed some throws today. Not the Goff we've seen of late. Kind of reverting back to old ways. Refs also got to be better. Just bad. Okuda and Kirby, bad as well on defense, especially late in the second quarter. Offense and defense kind of reverting back to old ways, it seems. So the halftime adjustments have to be clear and concise. You know what has to be done if you're the Lions. You know what needs to be cleaned up. You know you didn't play a good half. And you know the second half, you've got to be better. So, you're the better team here, Lions. Ground the Jets in the second half. Clean it up. My point of emphasis for the second half, don't let the Jets hang around. They let them hang around in the first quarter. They should be winning. Or the first half, they should be winning by a much bigger margin. Instead, we're talking tie game. Put the Jets away. The age-old, step on the throat and twist. Don't let them hang around. Zach Wilson's not a good quarterback. Get pressure. Get turnovers. If the defense doesn't get at least two turnovers in the second half, I'm going to be disappointed. Offense, clean it up. You know what you can do. You know what you're capable of against the Jets defense that you can put to bed. Let's go Lions. Lions here, fans. Here we are. 
halftime again. Um, first off, going to start by saying I think we're going to have a few new shareholders uh, uh, starting this week. We're at the old family Christmas, old pole side, and uh, this is what it's all about. Holiday season, getting to see the fam, sitting down, watching some lions. Next, a little sneak peek into the regular day life here. I'm going to go uh, absolutely dominate a holiday challenge, and uh, I'm going to materialize that one. So to all the new shareholders, get ready, and we've got a little bit of time travel for you because you're about to get dominated. To get to the Lions, though, real devastating to let them kick that field goal at the end. Um, way, to, way to stop them. Crazy defense there to just post up everybody on the goal line, but got it done. No no touchdown, big. Offense, you got to get some more points on the board. I liked, I liked Dan going for it early there. Too bad we didn't come up with any points. This is one of the few times I'll say I'm, I'm good with that on the one-yard line. Just a bad play. Got to put up some more points on the offense, and the defense has to get a turnover. That's kind of what we're lacking here. We need a big turnover. Special teams, keep it up. Defense, come out, get your turnover. Offense, score off of it and put them away. Zach Wilson can't beat us. Go Lions. All right. Thanks for those, Tommy. Andrew um, took spent about half of his minute and a half or whatever it was talking about the family Christmas. I'm not sure why he was so long-winded there. I, I, You and I were both on the same page there, though it felt like um, we were both on the point of emphasis of the Lions need to get a turnover and uh, need to put this game away. But they um, let the Jets hang around. I That was mine. I didn't want them to le let the Jets hang around at home. Um, and they did so, but they finally finally uh, put it away at the end but um you and i with the same same thoughts there um and i'm sure at the end of the game let's talk about what the outcomes were of some of those games at family christmas how about that uh yeah we'll, we'll get there i know there's wounds there so maybe i won't maybe i won't bring it up um third quarter lions get the turnover they've so desperately needed um, talked about it several times already. Jerry Jacobs interception. Zach Wilson bad throw there. Um, he looked. He kind of looked for up from the tablet after throwing it and uh, kind of gave us a, a, a I don't know a confused look. Like how did I not see that guy? I don't know. Um, uh, did you know and, and maybe could fly Zach that Wilson? High? I did not know pigs could fly one, and I did not know they could fly that high too. And and they and they might be forced to use Zach Wilson on a short week as well. They play Thursday against the Jaguars, so it might be Zach Wilson all over again. What happened to Joey Flacco? Did he quit the game of football? He's, I talked to, to I told Mitch the one play they flashed it to him. They uh, Mike White had the headset in and was standing next to Flacco. Flacco had his helmet on like he was ready. Oh my God! If we could get another Flacco moment, I would be so happy. He's just there for show. He there's no yeah. chance. I I think he's done. I thought that and, to start it, the season, and then he threw the ball 59 times in week one. Yeah, yeah, that was insane. That was nuts. It, hard to believe that was. Yeah, Mister Mister Elite himself was throwing it 59 times. Um. So off the turnover points off turnover. That's always a big one, right? Offense. Gets the ball in prime scoring position. What do they do? It's a Badgley field goal. Lions squander points there. Um, Swift with a bleh run there. That's when Swift <laughs> does what Swift does at least the last four weeks, five, six weeks um, since the shoulder injury. Um, just to seems seems to be afraid of contact, contact Mitch. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of let you, like, I see you, Ben. I said, I feel like I'm on the soapbox 
every at like since I've been on the podcast. I'm just I I hate to do this in the middle of the season. I'm just out on Swift. Everything that Khalif Raymond is for the team, Swift is not. Like he I just don't think he's the team guy. He doesn't like the contact. He's always looking for the home run, but somehow misreads things. I think on the one play, he clearly had the first, like there's at least five yards, if not more, in front of him. And he just makes a terrible jump cut and gets caught short. I just I, I don't see it from him. He doesn't have um high hopes from hard knocks. Obviously, Deuce Staley thought he was gonna be like that dude in the NFL. Um, and it just hasn't panned out. And I, I don't know if it's a if it's a confidence thing or what it is, but he, he definitely does not like contact. He he does not like to get hit. That's for sure. I get you hurt, but I don't know. I think there's something else going on. Yeah, and I keep giving him the benefit of the doubt, and I felt like the start this game, there were some some signs that he was getting back to old form, and then he just kind of one step forward, one step back kind of day for him where just right back to where we started with him. Um, just just won't get the yards when they're there, tries to do too much with it, and uh, just doesn't doesn't bode well with the contact as well. Still running out of bounds, still not – not playing like he used to, uh, and it's, it's tough to see. I think he's a third um, down back. I think he's just kind of yeah. establishing himself as like he's the third down guy that's going to be the threat to catch it, and kind of, not yeah. not the every down back that that we need. Yeah, yeah, kind of gets used uh, used out of the the backfield as well as a as a receiver. I think you get the ball to him in space, and he can make some plays. Um, but it's just it's too few and far between with him for me. I, I agree with you. I'm not completely on the department or on the boat of I want him gone just yet. I'm, I, I'm still going to give him a little bit of a benefit of the doubt to return to old form, but it's that, that leash gets shorter and shorter each week uh, with him. Yeah, we'll see what happens with him in the offseason. There still is trade value yeah. for him. I mean, he, he did have the right. injury, but they've been able to get him touchdowns this year. He's got yardage. So his end of season production will still look like it's there. If you need to trade him. Right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, on that drive field goal for the, for the lions badly again, 13 to 10 lions. Um, but once again, could have more points on this board on scoreboard for sure. Um, and the rest of the third quarter, uh, it was a whole lot of nothing between the, the Lions and the Jets offense. Uh, just flat, flat, flat. Um, Mitch, you hit me with this quote in the third quarter, late into the third. Uh, Jets secondary keep hit, keeping them in the game, which was very much a true statement. And um, on the other side of the ball, you hit me with a, that's so embarrassing after horrible coverage on a Zach Wilson, chuck it up, 500 throw once again. I honestly... I'll, uh, both of those things, I've had all day to throw, and obviously when we're watching the game, we we're seeing the pocket in the in the the trenches. So I'm just assuming the Jets were airtight on the lines receivers. I mean they must. I have hope been, so. Because he had so much time to throw, and on the flip side, I it, I felt like Wilson should have had three picks today. I mean, yeah, he threw some bad he threw some bad balls that were either up there for a while or. Just felt like the Lions guys were falling down, and you know we kind of touched on it earlier, but it's a just a bad day for the secondary, and that's that's what I'm afraid. Was, Wherever the season it, ends for the Lions, I think it's going to come down to the secondary. Oh, 100 percent. I it was just to that point. It almost was like the worst sack Wilson threw the ball. The higher percentage it had of could be incompleted. 
in a weird kind of way. Very true. And what's what's nice, though, Mitch, if you want to think of the secondary and what this team will become, James Houston becoming what he is on the other side of Aiden Hutchinson just just solidifies another spot you don't have to attack on this defense for the draft. I mean, it's it's becoming mm-hmm. just increasingly evident the holes on the team and where we're going to need to go in this draft. So, I mean, thank God for all these later round draft picks of Brad Holmes for panning out so that we can go address the areas that actually need it. Yeah, it doesn't become a revolving door. Um, let's just go cornerback and safeties all seven rounds. How about that? Get maybe a cornerback heavy draft too. Very, very talented cornerback draft, which is bodes bodes very, very well for the Lions. Love, love that. Love all of that. Um, right, I know you don't like to talk about the draft. No, no, no. We we will continue to promote the draft as we get closer to it, and we may even have a live stream. Let's put it out to the world right now, so that way we um we stick to our word. Uh, we'll have some big special when it comes to the draft. Um, and and don't forget, folks, the lion's share will still be on your airwaves even in the off season in some way, shape, or form. We're not going to go completely silent, right, Andrew? We're going to maybe 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 do semi annual somethings. Uh, shareholder meetings of course right um so we'll get to that as the season plays out um the rest of the third quarter was just frustrating for me um this is when i started to feel like the lions were gonna squander this game on the road um penalties missed opportunities bad play um just just all all across the board um end of the third quarter 13 to 10 for the lions slight advantage um going into the fourth decent drive um, for the Lions offense just past midfield, but a, a holding call on Ragnow, which was just all the all the Lions holding calls in critical points of the, of the game today. Um, third downs that they completed and uh, Ragnow, another one there. Um, and then to, to top things off, Badgley misses the field goal. So it's um, a bad holding call. And a bad field goal by Badgley, a 54-yarder, I believe, is what it was, and it was short. Um, so that keeps our score 13 to 10. Mitch, that's your boy. Um, I know you 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 are a big money Badger guy. Yeah, I mean Badger's cap is 50 yards. I mean anything above 50, it's it's just not pretty to watch. It, but I don't know. I mean, there's something to be said for the consistency. But yeah, he uh, over 50 is trouble for sure uh badgley uh definitely not seeing the lights there you're right um 53 i think is is his long um so just a one yard best is long it's too much for him um but money he is money from 40 to 50 it seems like that's his sweet spot just not a big leg guy it's all you ask um, for yeah yeah and and i don't i don't know either i know it was like a 10 to 15 mile an hour wind in it looked that bad. stadium so that may have that may have i don't know which way the wind was going that may have been into the wind they weren't they weren't highlighting it much on the broadcast, but I know there was going to be some wind in this game, though. Um, some of those kicks were kind of screwballs, so obviously there was wind involved um, today. Uh, so maybe maybe you can chalk it up to to the wind there. Um, fourth quarter moving along, Jets with the drive, um, Lions lackluster defense continued, but um, Zach Wilson start uh, stopped short um, and. Uh, Looked like he somehow somehow they were going to rule him into the end zone there, um, but I think you and I, Mitch, were talking about this. But clearly, his his elbow was down and and his knee as well. It seemed like, and uh, I don't know how they didn't rule forward progress above all that. 
to be to stopped there. You you can just continue pushing until until when the whistle blows. I mean, I you you got to call that sooner. What's crazy is the two refs uh, on the goal line both ran in like a yard and a half short, not even close. And you just watch them just decrease it as they run in closer and closer to the ball, and you just know. They have absolutely no idea where that ball is. They did not see it, and they're counting on the other person to figure it out. I mean, that if you want to talk about improvements in the game, maybe that's where we look to is, is goal line sneaks that you can never tell and you can't challenge because what are they going to say? Oh, well, there's not video evidence to overturn. I think that's the right call there, though. And they kind of, you know, they talked about that on the broadcast. I think shoe on the other foot. If it's us and it's Goff, you have to call the touch on there to get the automatic review. I think that's really shitty to put that on whichever team to say you got to use a challenge here. I, I think that's the right call, but I do agree. It's kind of – it's just a tough spot on that. But why it took so long to figure out that his, his white sleeve elbow was resting on the ground, I, I can't understand. <laughs> yeah, Clear as day. Yeah. Just please put a sensor in the ball or something that – tells you when the ball crosses the plane like we've got to have the technology to do that I oh that would be amazing that would Can you imagine I, like as soon as the ball crosses the plane just like an alarm goes off just like hockey, just like literally like hockey there you yeah, go just like when when your your order is ready at the restaurant and your little your little disc vibrates like Easy. the ball the ball or Ooh, something something it gives you shout out of, shout out fazoli's <laughs> yeah uh, shout out uh diana's burgers that's where i was at yesterday they had those um uh, so if they've got them the nfl can ooh, certainly have something texas, something ooh, texas ooh. authentic authentic mexican burgers dude come on you don't don't knock it till you try it uh it's a staple here um so yes i i think that's a maybe in the off season we'll talk about our, our ideas of improvements but that's certainly up there one everybody can agree on um so third and one they go to ozuma ozuma uh and get the touchdown his second of the day 17 to 13 uh, i i maybe i mispronounced it put some respect on it for a minute i'm just gonna call him cj from now on third and one to cj jets take the lead here 17 to 13 this is the point when i switched my outfit back to the to the to the to this one um and that puts the lions down at at that point lions now it's now or never for the lions offense and um (laughs) Brock Wright, Butterfingers on the other drive. Um, I was all ready to to roast this guy coming into this. Um, I was going to call him Brock wrong. I had I had all things of th- things to call him. And then what does he do? He he makes me eat crow. Brock Wright on fourth and one. What a play call for Ben Johnson. Nice sell by um, Wright to look make it look like his he's blocking and uh, fifty one yard scamper for him. It was not quick, but he got there. Lions with a big touchdown. He's faster than I thought. I, I Ben, maybe it's just Don't tell me. that to Andrew. Did you think he was slow? He's faster than I thought he was. I well, what speed do you think he runs at? Because he looked like he was like, hey, I, I'm sure uh, the uh, your football team used him. The old elastic bands, though, you know, you got weights down, you got to weight it down, and you run with the elastic stretching out. You go as far as you can until it pulls you back in. That's I was expecting Brock Wright to go in reverse at any second because he had that elastic stretch wow. to the full extent. Wow. Okay. I I thought based on based on the entire season leading up to that that moment, 
I didn't think he was that fast. I thought he was very slow. Like to me, I was like, okay, as soon as Brock Wright catches it, he's going to go down. <laughs> like that's, that's his extent is like maybe kind of a blocker, maybe kind of a red zone threat. Like I thought it was impressive for him to get all the way in there, but okay. Not a Brock yeah. Wright podcast. I understand that. No, well, that's not, that's not what we said. Let's, let's, let's walk that back a little bit. It's table not, that discussion for BA player of um, the week. Okay, pal. Yeah. The ba- bam, bam. Oh, sorry. Um, You're you're included but now. Brock Wright, um, y- you and I talked about this, Andrew, on the phone, but uh, uh, similar to you, Mitch, it was like uh, you had so many mo- emotions go through that play where you see him catch it. You First of all, you're like, please catch it. You just dropped one. Please, please, one, secure the catch. And he gets it, and you think, okay, first down. Then you think, oh, maybe he's going to get like 20 yards on this. Oh, maybe he's going to get down to the 10. Oh, he's going to score. It was like it, it, ha- it waterfalled out of control. I think the Jets' defense can uh, attest to that. That was a waterfall play. And uh, you know what else attests to the speed of Brock Wright is that you were able to feel all those emotions and actually like enjoy living in them because yes. it took him 15 seconds to run the 10 yards to get into all the All right, take, take it easy, Popcorn. <laughs> let's, let's finish the game out. This guy's out of control. Oh, yes, let's finish the game out. 20-17 to 17 at that point for the Lions. Take a three-point lead. Um with just a few minutes to play, or, or under two minutes to play there. Um, Okwara gets the sack. Hutch uh, had moved to the inside there. Those two are a menace to society on the side, that side of the line. Um, puts him into a third and 19, and we know what happens next. Uh, don't even want to talk about it. Just uh, an abysmal throw, um, and the Lions continue to get pressure. Um, Kaminsky and company in on the sack there. Puts it into a fourth and 18 at this point. And what do the Lions do? They give up a Zach attack. They, they, a miracle play, uh, just ugly defense by the Detroit Lions once again. And in Detroit Lions fashion, of course, they scramble around and waste so much time on that play. Don't get down immediately. That leaves, of course, one second on the clock. Jets somehow call the timeout in that one second, of course, right? They did. Um, and, the, and the refs were quick to go. Nope, one second. They they didn't even they didn't even talk about not it. Not a hesitation. No, no hesitation from the refs. That sets up a fifty-eight yard attempt. Um and boy was it a shank eponymous to quote you, Andrew. Uh you knew Ooh. it as soon as it left the foot and it felt good to just know. I mean, it was a fifty-eight yarder, so you're already thinking like this is not a given. You don't just step up and nail this to win the game with no time on oh. the clock. But to see it just not even be close to the upright and leaving the foot, it's a good feeling. And I don't know about you guys if you had this feeling. Tell me if you did. But I was wondering if Dan was going to ice him there. I did not. I didn't think that once. I actually didn't either. That that actually that didn't even cross my mind. They had one timeout. I I didn't know what he was going to do. They kind of flashed to him. If, I, if memory serves me, they did flash a, a shot to Dan, like um, like maybe in anticipation of him calling a timeout. But that's always a worry when you see a kick look ugly right off the bat is, oh, no. Did, did they, they call try to, a timeout? Yeah, yeah, because we then, of course, you know what he's going to do if he kicks another one. It's going to be freaking right down the middle, right? Yeah, I I like I like not icing right there. He's got you got to kind of rush up into it. You're you're in your own head. Zerline is not what he used to be. So I like I like letting it roll in that situation. Agreed. Um, and it was uh, it was short and wide left by a mile. Um, and so, like Andrew said, right off the right off the foot, you knew it was uh, uh it wasn't going in. So that's great. That's great. Lions survive in advance. 
Um, and of course they had to bring it right down to the last, last second. Um, but a win's a win, as we said, um, Lions win it 20 to 17. They get to seven and seven, um, open discussion on band player of the week. I know Mitch and I talked about this off air. Um, so I, I kind of have in mind what Mitch is thinking. Andrew, you haven't discussed this with us at all. So what do you have real quick on band player of the week? There's two. Popcorn. There's one guy in the stands. There's yeah. I mean, hey man, popcorn's number it's one. It's popcorn, yeah. Item, okay. All right. There's there's two people it could be. There's only two possible players in my mind, and one is Leaf on the special teams return for a touchdown, and the other one is um, carry your milk and drink it to Brock Wright on the bumbling, stumbling, fifty-one yard touchdown to win the game. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, he's on my list. I have both of those people on my list. Mitch, you had Hutch, right? Yeah, I, I had uh I had Hutch. I definitely think I definitely think Leaf is up there. I, I I think if we had to go one Leaf, I just think Hutch continues to make his presence felt. But yeah, Leaf just I mean there's a reason he got the game ball. Just has got the dog in. Yes. I, I think to add on to the Hutch statement uh, statement too, I think the whole defensive line um are up there as well for me. And I think I'm really liking what I'm seeing with Aquara back in lineup. I think that really helps Hutchinson as well. Fast, fast D line. Yes, you hope, yeah. and I mean that's a good front front that the Lions are building, and they're young, and oh, they could be dangerous for a long time to come. Yeah, love that, love that. Um, are we settling on Leaf then? I'm okay to give it to Leaf. He's got the A yeah. of this. <clears throat> Yeah, um, we we spoke in the last couple of weeks. We were saying, "Wow, these are real team victories." Um, didn't feel that way as much today. It didn't feel like an all team. Like uh, we've struggled to, to kind of narrow it down in in other weeks where so many guys are deserving, right? Where this week it was a little bit more concise. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm I'm all in favor of giving it to Mr. Leaf. Um, and uh, St. Brown, a, a good game as always in the defensive line. Hutch, um, Okwara, Houston, Bugs. Kaminsky, all those guys, shout out to those guys as well. Um, yeah, so end game notes um, and throwaways for me. Uh, let it be known that I changed my hoodie. So maybe um, maybe honorable mention to me for band player of the week. Uh, just kidding. I didn't actually mean that. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, on Johnson, still avid Lions fan out there. He says sign him up for some playoff tickets. He wants to be there if they if they do sneak into the playoffs late here. That's good to hear from him. So you had to hear yeah, he's doing and, okay. And they somebody in the comments, top comment was like, uh, we deserve to give him sideline passes if that happens. <laughs> well, a thousand percent. That feels like it's right in DC and Brad Holmes' wheelhouse to be like, Yeah, dude, like come be a part of the culture. Yeah, he served his time. I I, I you know, it didn't work yeah. out for both sides on that, but I I, I was always a fan of carry on and what he brought to the team. It just uh, on and off the field could a good guy. Mm-hmm. He also had some really good flashes. Really? Yeah, he he did. He did it. That's the, kind of the stories of uh, of the Lions there, just flashes but never never falls, which which we hope this team can bring. Um speaking of the playoffs, right now as it stands, the Lions have a 35% chance of making the playoffs at least in the New York Times. I know there's a couple different variations, but all that aside, trending in the right direction. I mean, this was like a a 3%, 4% chance just a couple weeks ago all the way up to nearing 50% at this point. Um, we've got the Jets and Commanders going on right now. Or not the Jets, I'm sorry, the other New York team, the Giants and the Commanders Holy going shit. on. Holy shit, how's right Tommy going to edit that out? 
Mitch, don't act don't act like you don't make mistakes, Mister New Newbie to the podcast. I know you're perfect in a lot of aspects of life, but um, we all make mistakes. Yeah, that's fair. I will. You know what? Just to circle back to the game quick, I think the Detroit Free Press summed it up best. Direct quote: Finally, it's the Detroit Lions who are getting the breaks. Yeah, you can't yeah. say it any better than that. No, like balls bouncing their way, getting some calls on penalties. Uh, just just a, a new, fresh breath of air from the Lions. Um, and, an ugly win today, but one that they've lost many, many, many times in the past, right? Um, so the Giants and Commanders playing right now. Commanders losing 14-9. to nine. Giants with the lead by five. Um, and, of course, that, that one Dines playing out. Danny just fumbles live <laughs> as the Commanders Jeez, that's recover. The, that's the loudest you've, you've ever been. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Thank you for that update. Rest in peace, headphone users on that one. I'll just move um, the microphone a little bit back. Apologies. Either, put, a, put a warning in the notes there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if you're prone to uh, seizures via headphones, <laughs> don't watch this or don't listen to this one, right? Um, I'm trying to reload the Lions yet. So the Lions have a 35% chance, I think, Either way, the Commanders or Giants w- win or lose that game. I think it stays the same. It is uh, the same. Yeah, um, this is what we were talking one, about, too. They, we need them both to lose. 1% chance higher for the, if the Commanders get the Do win. Do you think they could because, do that? Because of whatever reason. I was going to say, what happens if they tie again? I don't well, know. The New York Times doesn't up. have that option. Okay. Because I, I essentially penalty, the game. will go to penalty kicks. That would be the worst option because essentially the tie gives you a half game up without a loss. So if that's the case, that gives each of them a full game up without two losses. I mean, it's I mean, it's right. absolute worst okay. case. So realistically, it would have been sweet to just beat the Seahawks earlier in the season because yeah, that would they're sitting really pretty for yeah. for so many reasons, obviously. But like the fact mm-hmm. that they're in the way right now, which I I think will handle itself. I think. They're okay there, but yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seahawks with the loss to the 49ers, um, that was huge for us um, as Lions fans. So if the Lions win out um, at this point, they need the the Giants or the Commanders to lose one game and they're in, um, according to my calculations. So besides the Commanders-Giants game that's going on right now, and then in those final three weeks, we need uh, the Commanders or the Giants to lose one game, and the Lions win out, and they're in. Or unless some weird scenario, that's as simple as it gets. And we'll update that on Wednesday when we get um, the outcome of this game and, and the outcome of the game on Monday as well, because I think for some crazy scenario, the Packers are still in it, which is wild. Fuck the Packers. Um, yeah, couldn't say it better myself, Mitch, from Fort Wayne. Um, talked about it, 49ers beat the Seahawks on Thursday. Um, Seahawks are one in four since AB tweeted his praise for Gino and uh, one in four since AB changed his profile picture to Gino Smith. That's just a nugget for all you, for you, all you people out there, shareholders. Um, moving forward to Saturday, we had a rare Saturday slate for the NFL. Um, Colts versus Vikings, Colts blow it. Uh, what more can you say about this game? We're all, um, Andrew, I saw that. Uh, we're all, we're all in shock of that game still. I think everybody's everybody's talking about it, so um, you don't need to hear us break it down completely. But um, yeah, it, Mitch, you said it. Um, you felt like in the first half, and I, I felt right there with you uh, that the Lions had killed the Vikings, and that this was this was 
them spiraling out. I thought they were dead, but I thank God for Jeff Saturday. I don't, I, I mean, there's, they're really, you're right. There's not a lot to say other than the Colts absolutely blew it. Yeah. I mean, you got to give credit where credit is due. Vikings. No, uh, we don't. Next game. Yep. I agree. <laughs> yeah, actually you're right. You're right. Never, no, no credit for the, um, Biggest comeback in NFL history. That's not even that big of a deal. It was about the Colts. Um, and I actually mean that seriously. The Colts blew this game. Uh, the Vikings didn't win this game. The, the Colts lost it. Jeff, Saturday, I defended you after week one, your first victory. I told everybody to give him a chance. I, I'm i fully off the Jeff Saturday boat after that one. He doesn't deserve a, a job at this point. Um, you can't. You just simply can't do that. That's just... <laughs> Yeah, there's there's no excuses there. Um, and you said we were. You said there was nothing else to say, and then you went on. Yeah, like a little... I did. I did. It's a yeah. It's, it's it's one of those sayings that doesn't actually mean it. It's like uh, when people say no um, disrespect, but then they they mean absolutely disrespect. Um, Tommy, so yeah, might Vikings... wanna, Tommy, you might want to cut the uh, the big fumble shout. Uh, it was reviewed and uh, Giants. Oh. <laughs> Yikes! That's the. That's I the wasn't gonna. Call. I was gonna see if you were gonna self-incriminate there. <laughs> I wasn't gonna throw you under the bus, but that's a pretty. That's a pretty tough look since you legitimately screamed into your microphone. That's yeah. just normal yeah. voice, baby. He, yeah, he takes one minute of off of t- eating popcorn to do that. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, the yeah, that, yeah, that butter flowing yeah. through your veins. Brock Wright was eating that before he dropped that pass. Um. Vikings win the North. That sucks. Uh, was, I had the Colts winning that game, um, and I felt like one of the smartest people in the room in the first half. But, um, yeah, I, I, I rue the day that the Vikings uh, win, win the North. Um, Ravens versus Browns. This was a real letdown game after the exciting Colts-Vikings second half. Um, AFC North does it once again. Lack of points, lack of offense. Uh, Ravens, you blew it. Um, I know Lamar was out, but Huntley can't get it done. Ravens can't get it done. Browns, uh, I don't even, I don't even have anything to say about that. Moving on, Dolphins versus Bills in the snow game. Dolph, uh, Buffalo was throwing snowballs at one point or throughout the game, literally. Um, I had Miami in this one. This one hurt me as well. Um, don't want to talk about it. Buffalo gets the win over Miami at the last second. Uh, Josh Allen is that guy, and it was pretty picturesque. I, I must admit, it was pretty pic- picturesque of them winning that game into the snowfall and into the night. That was pretty cool. Um, Andrew, any update on the lady lion there on that snow game? Uh, so happy to see all the snowballs being thrown on. We were at a birthday party, but we were getting live looks in at Buffalo. We had a Buffalo fan at the party as well. So we did have to watch quite a bit of that one. Real quick guys. What do you think about the dolphins? They've beached themselves. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't have summed it up better than my, myself. Two back to back losses, three losses in a row. Is it now two? It's at least two. They it's lost to the Chargers last week. Yeah, kinda. yeah, they're reeling. I'm not going to add anything because that's it's not going to get better than that. Uh, absolutely, I, I'm I'm fully on board with that. Um, moving forward to Sunday, Eagles Bears. All I have written down from this game is Justin Fields. He had another just Justin Fields esque run from midfield um, nearly scored. I think he stepped out at the nine. They have to review it, but um, yeah, he continues to be a problem and uh, almost got the um, bears to win this game. I think Hertz had two interceptions this game, not a clean day from the Eagles on the road, um, but they sneak it out on the road. That makes it scarier. I think is like Hertz. I mean, he had three on the ground, so it's not like he did. It's not like he dropped a nothing burger, right? But, he struggled and they still came out and it's like, oof. They, 
Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna have Tommy look this up if he's got a second. What what would be the Eagles Super Bowl odds or just Super Bowl odds in general? You gotta think the Eagles are favorites at this point. Yeah, especially with the uh, Cowboys falling off today. Um, I I know, I know it's 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 pretty high for the Eagles. I I don't I don't know five hundred one. I don't know. I, no, probably even better than that actually. Um, Falcons Saints. I didn't see much of this game. Um, I'll be too completely honest. Um, but Who did? and I both. But but I'm sorry. Who did? Who watched I, this that's, game? I don't know. Saints fans. Um, Saints get the victory. Uh, Saints were up fourteen to nothing right off the bat. Uh, that's what I saw from it, and then never um, relinquished the the lead all day. So um, Andrew and I both had the Saints there. Saints still alive in the NFC South um, with the Bucks loss today. Just <laughs> it's un- unreal at this point. We we've we've preached it in day in day out. Week in, week out, but the South is bad. Um, they yes. indeed are the North one. I, I think I, – I don't believe I was talking to you guys about this. I – you guys tell me your thoughts. I don't love the automatic bid for conference winners if you're below 500. I, I think that's yeah. a rule that needs to be I, – I understand the history of the Beast Quake, and that was awesome, but it's really tough to me, and obviously now I'm biased because that – could affect the Lions, but does anybody want to see the Bucks in the playoffs? I mean, they lost it. They had a good lead today. They, for all mm-hmm. intents and purposes, they should have won the game. Yeah. Uh, who wants to see any NFC South team play in the playoffs? Whoever has to play them. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. It, it's uh, it's all but an automatic victory at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, Saints get the win. Steelers versus Panthers. Steelers steal the show. Um, Panthers have the date next week with the Lions, uh, so they'll be coming off a loss. Steelers, um, um, d- uh, that's, that's my B team, so happy to see them win. Uh, not completely eliminated from the playoffs, but all all but eliminated at this point. But they get the win over the Panthers. Cowboys-Jaguars, this was a crazy one. Um, went to overtime. Jaguars were uh, uh, behind for a, a decent portion of the day, but they were kind of just hanging around, keeping it close. All day, Trevor Lawrence had a day um, in the Jaguars with a remarkable pick six walk off in overtime. So I don't know. Cowboys fans got to be feeling a little bit nervous, especially after the scare with the Texans last week. And now this from the Jaguars. I, I mean, it was quite yeah. the way to end it. <clears throat> um, the, the interception <laughs> from Dak as he gets kind of forced out of the pocket to return it all the way. If you want to talk about people that had Brock Wright-esque speed, it was the the defensive linebacker here as well as he returned it for a touchdown. That, that's one, Ben, and we talked about it. That's one that that's tough to go on Dak's stat line. That that's a toughie. You think Cooper Rush does that? No, no. Cooper's throwing that in the dirt all day long, playing for overtime or <laughs> yeah. not playing for overtime, but playing seeing the live another day. Um, Dak tries to force it in there late. Uh, and uh, the Jaguars get to six and eight. Trevor Lawrence, another three hundred plus day for him, and four touchdowns. He'll probably be um, uh, up for discussion or the winner of Air Player of the Week by FedEx again. Um, nominated last week, but bounced by Goff. Um, yeah, got to be a little bit concerned if you're the Cowboys here. Uh, not feeling super strong. Cowboys are kind of copyright patented, trademarks, whatever you want to call it. In Starting the season's hot and uh, tailing off to into the playoffs, and then ultimately failing short of the Super Bowl every single year. It seems like um, 
Speaking of the Texans, Chiefs versus Texans. Chiefs survive, but man, this one, uh, Texans, I told. Menaces. They, uh, they were scrappy. Is the story about the Texans? Just yeah, all of a sudden I, I, the pain in the ass? Yes. Yeah, we, we said it on Wednesday, Andrew. They haven't won a game at, at home all season, and this almost was a win. This one overtime as well. I mean, I don't I know think what. Andrew, Andrew, I think you called this out Wednesday as like a, like a joke. Like you're like, speaking of don't overthink it. I believe that was about this game. I think. I mean, I think there was a few of those. But yeah, I, I, I when I looked up and saw the Texans, I, I don't even know who it was. Big, big boy snagged a touchdown, middle of the end zone, and just all I could think of is, what are you attempting to play for? You are the absolute worst team in the NFL. Are you attempting to lose your number one overall draft spot at You're this right. point in time? Like. What do you got to prove? I mean, like, I get it. It's the Chiefs. You want to give them your Super Bowl best matchup, but, like, die already. Yeah. Yeah. They're I don't almost think they can. In. Can they? Almost no, they locked can. into well, the first pick. With the Bears. The bear, yeah. Like, yeah, they're, they're just barely not locked into the first pick. But you're right. Um, Lovey Smith's got those guys playing. I, I give them credit. They're uh, they're scrappy. Um, in in the nothing burger game of the week, uh, Cardinals versus Broncos. Cardinals officially eliminated, but who's who's to say they weren't eliminated before this game? Really, uh, Colt McCoy with a concussion. I don't even know who the third string is. Trace, that right? Came in. Trace McSorley. Yeah. Trace McSorley. Oh, there's a song about him. Penn State grad, right, right there. Um, Central girls. Uh, no, it's not that one, but that's also a good one. Um, Broncos get the win. We needed that, Andrew. We talked about it on Wednesday. Yep. Let's get a let's get a dub for Broncos country. Let's get the dub, and uh, this ties Try. them with the. Let's ride into a victory here over the Cardinals. They do that um, next week. The Rams play the the, the Broncos, so that that game will be for the third overall pick. So Rams lose that game. Lions locked into the third pick. Let's Broncos go. Win that, or uh, Broncos lose that game. Rams win that game, and uh, they're probably looking at a four or five. But hey, that's a big game, uh, underrated game next week, and that one's on okay. Christmas Day. Saints winning was also thumbs up for that. Yes, yes, Santa huge baby. Yeah. Give Ooh, me shake. a Broncos win. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and hurry down the chimney tonight. Let's talk about the most wild game of the day, um, at least wild ending-wise. Raiders, Patriots, Raiders tie it late on a questionable touchdown. Um, toe out, toe in, who knows? They ultimately land on that. It was a good touchdown. I thought it was pretty clear that his foot was out, but uh, they didn't see it that way. And then, and then, Chaos ensues. Patriots try one last play with three seconds. They run a draw play to just kind of take it into overtime, it looks like. They're um, out of Hail Mary range, so they run a draw. Uh, look up the play, folks, if you haven't seen this. You you need to see this with your own eyes. But quite possibly one of the wildest endings you'll ever see. I mean, they talk about the um, Minneapolis miracle and the um, Music City miracle. This one was crazy. Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Um whoever the running back was runs it um, and is about to be tackled, pitches it, laterals it to the wide receiver. The wide receiver starts running backwards about five, 10 yards and decides to throw it back to Mac Jones. Only problem is there's a linebacker there, grabs it out of midair, stiff arms. Mac Jones runs over top of him, destroys his livelihood and runs it in for a <laughs> touchdown. Well, I was, my eyes were, I don't. I don't think I blinked for for a good minute and a half after that happened. I could not believe what I saw. I think an orange traffic cone could have done more to stop that Raiders player than Mac Jones. Yeah, 
That was so bad. He took his soul from him and ran it into the end zone. But it was Stevenson that did that. It would not surprise me if Belichick just cut him. Like, oh, yeah. What are you doing in that situation? You're, clearly, the play was, Ben, as you said, okay, we're acknowledging that we're going into overtime. What What was the thought process there to just kind of hand it off? Oh, God, that was so bad. And chuck it 25 yards down the field backwards to <laughs> Mac Jones. I, <laughs> I mean, What are you going to do? Get your quarterback murdered? Yes. Okay. Really? Who's who's gonna be the one on Monday Night Football tomorrow night to have that be their come on man? Or if, if they still do come on man, I don't know. Um, How many TVs that, in the greater Boston area are shattered right now? Oh man, uh, <laughs> I know El Prez was um, livid about this moment, as um, as you can imagine, because um, the Patriots, you know, they um, they they kind of needed this one in the playoff push um, with the Chargers winning, especially. Um, and just uh, lose it late to a uh, Raiders touchdown late, and then uh, what looked like an overtime game, another overtime game this week, just go short. Oh, just a crazy one. That one's going to go down in the history books, folks. Honestly, too, that was the Josh McDaniels-Bill Belichick matchup, and you would expect that Mm -hmm. play to come from Josh McDaniels at the end of the game than a Bill Belichick Mm -hmm. team, no questions asked. Belichick does not do well against former coaches. If Matt Patricia can get a win against you, you stink. Yeah. And speaking uh, of stinking at Matt fashion. Patricia, uh, he might not have a job come Monday. No morning. chance. Not the same job. No way. I, I I don't know, man. He shouldn't have had the job to begin with, but here we are. Yeah, That's go fucking sick. sit on your pencil somewhere else. Hey yo. Um, maybe you got an opening at SpaceX with the rocket company. Um, Titans versus Chargers. Incredible interception by the Titans um, in, late in the second quarter, where they the, the defenders going out of bounds, throws it inbounds to the other corner uh, to the other DB, and uh, this is an awesome interception. Check that out if you haven't seen it. Tannehill sneaks it in late. Um, Henry and company literally pushed him into the end zone, um, and then Herbert charges them down the field for a game-winning field goal. Um, uh, the social media quarterback does it again. Chargers saving their season there, and uh, an, an incredible one. Uh, Titans falling off, uh, just like the Patriots. Um, moving right along, Bengals versus Bucks. We talked about this one a little bit. Buck, but Burrow and the uh, Bengals were down, I believe, seventeen to nothing at at one point, or seventeen to three. Uh, it, it was, was it was, yeah. Um, then they yeah. score thirty one unanswered and get. To 34 to 17 didn't look back once they took the lead once they started rolling um mitch and i have alluded this to this in the past um the Bengals are liable to just go off for four straight touchdowns in in an i like in a in a in a snap right um and the Bengals look bad the bucks looked pretty good to start things off and boy did it change um bucks were in the driver's seat and uh let this one slip away and they uh are now six and eight but still ahead of the um the N- still ahead in the NFC South, uh, which is just crazy. Um, I think they should hole. take up should take up that that rule, Mitch. I agree. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Giants pan, pan, uh, Commanders um, currently going on. Giants still with the lead, and uh, then we'll have Rams Packers forty nine uh, on Monday night. I'm losing my ability to talk. It's getting late. We had to re- record this late because of uh, somebody on this podcast. Family comes uh, first. Mister Popcorn himself. 
popcorn comes second. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, Joe Burrow, aside... by the way, I want to say yes. this. Joe Burrow is that dude. Like, yes. just unfazed, cool all the time, throws some insane balls. We talked about it. We talked about it last Sunday. Joe Burrow's mm-hmm. uh, stud. It's... It's unfortunate that him and Josh Allen are both in the AFC and we couldn't have a Burrow-Allen Super Bowl. Um, But it does kind of feel like Burrow and Allen are kind of becoming this generation's Peyton and um, Tom Brady. I I don't know if they're in that category yet, but you you remember um, how many of those AFC championships were Colts, Patriots over the years. That's what it feels like with the Bills and the Bengals. There was a muff punt. Listeners, turn your volume down. Oh, boy. Headphone users, watch out. Andrew's going to shout any minute now. I turned the game so I could get a look, an inside look at the uh, NFC South standings, and just really get my my fingers in on it. So, whew, boy, are you folks lucky I didn't see that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, just to close thing, close things out. We started a day with a Wild World Cup. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know much about soccer or football, as they call it. But Argentina, Messi. With the with the dub over uh, over France, I uh, I'll let I'll leave it up to you guys if you guys want to talk about that at all. Yeah, uh, I mean I'm not the biggest soccer fan, but I think everyone kind of knows this was. I think everyone understands it's Messi and Ronaldo. Uh, I think this was Messi's like send off. He said it was his last World Cup. Um, fi- finally got the W for Argentina. So very cool moment. I don't know if anyone else is watching. I don't watch a lot of soccer, but tuned into the end of it to the um shootout and i got chills it was just a very very cool moment yeah and it, it bumped up right and w- right with football window too it was like it ended five minutes perfect. before the one it was it was perfect right into right into the lead-in um i tuned in about a, a 120 minutes in is when i got back to the to the villa here and uh turned it on but uh, i didn't see anything up until that point right i saw nothing i just saw uh a lot of the young, younger ones at the uh, family Christmas there watching this and uh, talk about absolute storybook for Messi in the entire country or Argentina. How cool! Argentina. Yeah, uh, and um, that's all I have to say about that. Um, but yeah, those you damn, didn't really say anything. But. Those damn, those damn, those damn Gen Zers in their soccer. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, we'll update you all with the playoff picture. Uh, a little bit more solidly on Wednesday. Um, shout out to all the, the shareholders, new and old. We love you all. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever. Tell somebody you love them out there. Go Lions. We got the Panthers next week. Until Wednesday. Go Lions. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, smooth. Smooth as butter. Smooth smooth as the butter on Andrew's popcorn the end of that episode was. Now I can hear you. Yeah, you're going to have to edit this whole fucking chunk out. (laughs) Luckily, Andrew marked the time, so. That that doesn't change. That was fucking hilarious. Just like. Sorry. I'm literally. I literally was like, okay, well, I'll probably figure it out, so I'm just going to keep going. Like, I can't hear him. I can't hear him. I know, that's all I could hear. I was trying to listen to you, and I just hear him. No, back. I still can't, can't hear him. Can't hear him like, shut up and listen. <laughs> oh, that was so fucking funny. Can't hear him. That part's going to be good. That's the part you should have in the end of the show. Can't hear him. <laughs>
you too can be a shareholder today.